This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode of Writing Excuses is brought to you by Audible. Visit audiblepodcast.com slash excuse to start your free trial membership. Season 8. Episode 8. This is Writing Excuses, writing and personal health. 15 minutes long. Because you're in a hurry. And we're all dying. <laughs> I'm Brandon. I'm Dan. <laughs> <laughs> and we have Robinson Wells with us today, Hello. who is looking at us in bafflement. Um, this is actually a very interesting topic. Rob suggested it again, but we're talking about it as Dan lays in semi-pain, having been doped up all weekend for having had his tailbone out. Um, I actually haven't been using the drugs the last two days of recording. Wow. Because the first day of recording, <laughs> I was so loopy. <laughs> That I knew I had to be uh, cogent again. What's, so. what's fascinating is that for our listeners, you will be have been drugged all year. I know. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> so. in truth, Dan's in Germany. In fiction, Dan's on drugs. <laughs> and going forward, Rob, why did you pitch this episode to us? Well, I pitched it because I, um, in the last year and a half, uh, have developed some uh, um, mental illnesses that I never have had in my entire life. Um, uh, Howard, <laughs> um, uh, that have been extremely detrimental to my writing, um, and, uh, and it's been a very interesting process as I've talked to other authors and found out how, how prevalent mental illness is, uh, among, uh, creative people. Yeah, um, it, it seems to be one of the professions I mean, you go and you talk to people, the old guard, and you'll talk about one of the authors, like, you know, Philip K. Dick or one of these, and they'll be like, oh, yeah, they were, they self-medicated with this. Oh, they self-medicated with this. It seems like every author you find out about had some sort of deep psychological um, problem that helped inform their writing and is part of what made them famous. Yeah. So think... you're bound to be famous. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, no, it's actually interesting. I've talked to uh, a couple of authors. I remember... Um, one author, and I won't give her name because I don't. She didn't give me permission to. But uh, um, uh, I have been very open about my mental illness. So basically, mm -hmm. I have a severe panic disorder, and that led to agoraphobia. So I'm uh, Emily Dickinson, um, and uh, and then led to depression, and then it even led to. And this is where everyone says, "Oh, Rob's crazy." Uh, it led to self harm issues, mm -hmm. um, and this is all. I mean, I'm. A guy in my in my mid thirties, and uh, and you don't associate that. You think, oh well, that's a thirteen year old girl problem. But no, I mean it's a very a very real uh, uh, mental illness. 
Um, and uh, uh, I have been contacted. I, I've been very outspoken about it, trying to to kind of talk about my issues and to kind of tear down the stigma. But I've been contacted by other authors who say, thank you so much for talking about this. Um, I suffer from this myself, and I have used this to inform my writing. Um, and it's helped me both therapeutically. Um, I talked to one author who had the same kind of severe panic disorder, which is basically when your autonomic nervous system thinks that you're constantly in danger, you have the fight or flight response always turned on. So you always, basically your body always thinks you're being chased by a bear. Um, and, uh, um, and she said, well, you know, the, the way that I got through this is that I wrote a book where the main character had uh, severe panic attacks. And, and that helped me uh, to deal with my own issues through exploring it through another person's eyes. Uh, and it also um, uh, made, I mean, that book so much better because I was writing about a topic that I was so, so familiar with. I found it really interesting, Rob, that uh, about the time you announced that uh, you know you had these self harm issues, uh, you were also sculpting with exacto knives these massive pieces <laughs> of wargaming terrain, and there was a piece of my brain that said, "Whoa, well, I, I thought people with self harm stayed away from sharp things, Stay but no, you grab it with both hands and uh, and and create a mountain." Well, see, the thing is, is that I, my self-harm issues have never been, um, never been related to knives, thankfully. Um, I, uh, but I, I got into other things like the, like the wargaming terrain because I always have to keep my hands occupied with something. Um, uh, or I would feel the urge to hit myself in the face, or I'd feel the urge to to um, smash my face into the corner of the wall or something like that. Um, and uh, I know that now everyone thinks I'm a crazy person, and I am literally a crazy person. <laughs> um, but, uh, um, but yeah, I got into all of those things, the, the wargaming terrain and all that, on purpose to keep myself occupied. The interesting thing is now that I finally, after a long time of dealing with a, a primary care doctor, I finally have seen a psychiatrist, and he's put me on basically an, o an OCD medication. Um, and it has helped immensely with the self-harm issues. But also I have had no uh, drive to, um, to build the terrain anymore. Uh, and, and the more that I think about it, the more I think I was obsessing about building all of this, all of this stuff. And I was basically, um, uh, um, what's his name in Close Encounters of the Third Kind? Yeah, yeah. Richard, yeah. Richard yeah. Dreyfus. Yeah. Richard Dreyfus. Yeah, where I was, where I was building crazy things in the uh, in uh, building the Devil's yeah. Tower. Oh, in now, now you've taken medication, and so you never contacted the aliens. Dan and I played oh. a game of War Machine on one of the pieces of terrain you built, and I remember thinking, as I was leveraging that terrain to my distinct <laughs> distinct advantage. Um, I remember thinking, I hope Rob stays crazy forever. <laughs> which may have been a little selfish. Which may have been a little selfish. But that, that's, a, that's a good piece of advice, I think, for uh, authors is, you know, if, if, you, if you have something that, you know, if you have the means, if it's possible to redirect whatever mm -hmm. issue mm -hmm. is, is obstructing your health into something beneficial, like Rob did with that uh, terrain, 
that can be a really good way of dealing with it. You know, a lot mm -hmm. of writers, as I mentioned before, seem it seems to be a career where this pops up. Maybe that's just because we talk about it more. We're writers, and so you know we're we're comfortable writing about. Or maybe it really is real uh, that there are more. I, I, I think it's I, a I actually follow but, a lot of neurologists yeah. on Twitter, <clears throat> mm -hmm. and uh, a couple weeks ago they posted a link to an abstract for a research uh, study that had been done that actually did find a distinct correlation between certain mental illnesses and uh, increased creativity. Okay, excellent. Which I find so, interesting. I, so, Well, I was going to say that I wonder, you know, because that's a correlation, but I, I actually wonder how much of it is uh, related to the fact that writers work in isolation. Yeah, I was going to ask, you know, that... Do, do you think that is part of it, Rob, or... Do you do you shy away from that answer? Um, I I think that that is, I think that it definitely contributes to the symptoms of it. I think in my case, mm -hmm. um, I developed it um, almost entirely because of stress. Right. Uh, because I was basically working two full time jobs. I was mm -hmm. writing, and then I had my day job, which my day job was a fairly high up in the company kind of day job, mm -hmm. um, and uh, and basically torn in two directions plus uh, an hour commute each way on top of that, and, uh, and I essentially just, just lost it. Um, and then have not been able to, to, to regain that health again. Um, so it all basically work flipped and no a sway made Rob yeah. a dull yeah. boy. Yeah. Well, I think one of the things that can also happen um, is that, that there's a, you know, without anyone else to spot what's happening. Right. That's true. Um, and, mm -hmm. and, I, and I say this because I'm, you know, I have gone from being in theater mm -hmm. for 20 years, which is a very, a very interactive. Yes. Um, to working by myself, and I am, um, I'm struggling with depression right now, mm -hmm. which, uh, looking back on it, I think it is something that I've probably always had to some degree, but I have never, um, but I've, it, it's always, it's never become a problem. Right. Because there have been other people around. But I am completely isolated right now in, with the move to Chicago. Not completely. That's right. overstating things. But, but comparatively speaking mm -hmm. to the, and, um, and, and I see this happen. I mean, that's one of the, the things that also happens with depression. And, and mm -hmm. many of the other things is that you withdraw into yourself, which just makes it worse. So it, you moved away from Portland. Mm -hmm. And now your depression's worse. Yeah. <laughs> what can I say? I like rainy weather. <laughs> well, I think that's, uh, I, I, I see the same thing with myself. Sandra is a huge check, a huge uh, uh, balance against uh, whatever undiagnosed uh, mental problems I may have. Um, I found the comic very, very therapeutic when I started it back in 2000. By 2004, I was suffering from some of the same sorts of things Rob was. Uh, certainly not to the extent I wasn't trying to hurt myself, and I didn't, I didn't have panic disorder all the time. But I was stressed to the point that I was getting sick a lot, and uh, quitting the day job helped. Lately, though, and when I say lately, last five years. Um, Sandra and I get up in the morning and have a business meeting across the kitchen counter. And part of the point of that business meeting is to gauge each other's current level of sanity to make <laughs> sure that we're doing well. Uh, and then I do a lot of my cartooning down at Dragon's Keep where I have to have other people around me. Hey, writers. Are you thinking about learning a new language? I think exploring the world, experiencing other cultures, and being able to communicate with people outside your everyday experience lets you create richer, better stories. A great way to do that is with Rosetta Stone, a trusted expert for over 30 years with millions of users in 25 languages offered. 
They use an immersive technique which leads to fast language acquisition. It's an intuitive process that helps you really learn to speak, listen, and most of all think in the language you're trying to learn. They also feature true accent speech recognition technology that gives you feedback on your pronunciation. It's like having a voice coach in your home. Learn at home or on the go with a desktop and mobile app that let you download and access lessons even when you're offline. And it's an amazing value. A lifetime membership gives you access to all 25 languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, German, Japanese, and, of course, Korean. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Writing Excuses listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's well, go ahead. One of the reasons. Oh, go ahead, book Rob. of the week. We'll, I'll come, Let's I'll book of the week and then after. come back yeah. to Rob. All right. Although I have the book of the week. <laughs> so, so go. All right. The book that I'm going to uh, plug is a fantastic book. Uh, it's called Imagine by uh, um, Jonah Lehrer. Um, if any of you guys have listened to the other podcast, Radio Lab, uh, very very well known podcast. He's a he's a uh, regular on there. It's basically a hard science look at where creativity comes from. And he talks about uh, issues of, of how ideas are formed, how ideas develop, how they work on the subconscious level, how they work, uh, how, how you can actively develop ideas. Um, and it's just absolutely fascinating. Um, if you are at all interested in, in science, um, uh, just, I, I mean, I, I, Every page of the book, I would uh, just be fascinated by some new idea that he had. So anyway, good book. Audiblepodcast.com slash excuse. You can support the podcast and start a free trial membership over at Audible. Last 30 days, get a copy of Imagine by Jonah Lehrer, and then pick some other titles for 30% off. Cool. All right. Um, <clears throat> I do want I to was, kind of... Oh, I oh, was just going to finish that thought. Um one of the reasons that I am so vocal about it um, is going to, to Mary's point about about isolation. Um, I, for a long time, suffered in silence, basically, and a few people knew about it. My wife knew about it. Um, obviously, my doctor knew about it. I was seeing a psychologist, and my psychologist knew about it, um, and my immediate family knew about it, mainly because I was even having trouble uh, hanging out with at family parties. Dan knows this. Um, I uh, I haven't been to a family party in a year, 
<laughs> which doesn't bother me. Which didn't bother because he's hated family parties his whole <laughs> life. He just now he has an excuse to avoid them. Darn right. Um, but the reason that I essentially came out about my mental illness uh, is because I was so tired of lying to people and mm. uh, making up excuses for why I couldn't go to my writers group or why I was having to call in sick to work, why I was having to uh, um, avoid church or avoid. Uh, other meetings or or missing deadlines. I was so tired of lying about it that I thought uh, I need to talk about these things and it has helped immensely to just be open um, mm. even with the self-harm um, to, to Mary's point of of, uh, of don't isolate yourself because that only makes it worse even though when you're in the situation all you want to do is isolate yourself. Okay, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> the point of this podcast in my mind is to let our listeners know that these things happen. Some of you may be feeling things like this and try and help you. This is not a how to write better. We'll do a how to write better regarding psychology probably next. Right now we want to talk about keep, take care of yourself, and these are ways to help with it. Did we want to address any of the uh, uh, more, more obviously, more blatantly physical aspects yeah, of this, oh, repetitive yeah. motion and whatever else? Because as a, I mean, Mary as a puppeteer uh, and me as an artist, we've both suffered from, oh, my hand hurts. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, although I have to say that writing is a lot harder on me physically in some ways than, um, than, than the puppetry, puppetry was. Uh, because the puppetry was a physically active lifestyle, and mm. you know, and and I know it's like, oh, I've hurt myself, and now I need to deal with this as an injury. And as a writer, you know, it's like I, I moved to a standing desk because my lower back was hurting because I was sitting all the time, and it took me the longest time to treat it seriously because I hadn't done anything. Right. Um, yeah. I'm having shoulder issues that it, when I was in performance, I would totally have I would have gone to the doctor a year ago for this stuff that's going on with my shoulder. But again, because I haven't done anything, right. it doesn't feel like it's an injury, even though I totally know that it is related to my writing posture and I need to address it. So wait, do Dan, you use a writing desk too. I do a standing desk. Standing desk. Um, so there are three of us, all three of us, I, do, I, I stand at a desk too. We all have standing desks now. Mm-hmm. Um, these are really nice. Mine's actually on top of a treadmill. So I can, have you seen my tread desk? I've been wanting I, to try I, your tread desk. Yeah, I'll have to, I, I can turn it on. Um, I only am walking for about two hours um, out, of a, out of an eight-hour day. Mm-hmm. But I, that m- just motion of walking has helped me. Like I feel so much more yes. alive and energized. And think yeah. that's, it's not a weight loss thing. It's just a keep moving thing, yeah. and it's I wonderful. Found, I found that uh, I, I injured, injured my left hand. Uh, I don't know what I did to it, but mm-hmm. uh, I had tennis elbow and the hand was swelling up weird and I had to stop going to the gym because I just flat out couldn't hold the equipment. Um, and I haven't been back to the gym for uh, mm-hmm. a few months since, maybe one or two trips. And what I found is that I now need more sleep and I am in more pain mm-hmm. than, yeah. than when I was exercising regularly. The good news is that one of the things that I uh, studied while I was there at the gym, they had a free... Uh, yoga class that I was going to and I have found that I can do just 10 or 15 minutes of yoga stretches and make most of the problems go away now that's right. sort of its own problem because it's a fix that makes most of the problems go right. away <laughs> I need to I need to get back to the gym yeah. I, should, I, I think I should tell you how I built my tread desk those listening Excellent. because I went online and they cost like six grand to like for a cheap one I built mine for under under a thousand dollars. 
Um, I went to Walmart and I bought their treadmill. Um, I bought a, a medium level treadmill. You only need to be going one or two miles an hour. I built, bought a little particle board sort of um, end table that would fit over it. I measured and made sure the, the feet were far apart uh, enough apart. And then the, the thing that made it all come together was I built a metal computer stand. One of these things that looks like the, the deals that hold music, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, except it's, me it's, it's four computers. I took, didn't put the wheels on the bottom. I set it on top, and it's like, you know, just you can imagine it sits up next to someone's desk. I stretched the thing up. I put the, um, the top that would, you know, hold the music of the computer all the way down, and then I put my computer on top of that. Those three things piled on top of each other are perfect. <laughs> How um, long did it take you to get used to it? Um, I was the next day, I was like, this is awesome. From day one, I was loving it. Really? Um, yeah. I'm going to go take a couple of pictures of yes. Brandon's tread desk, and we will post those with the episode. Yeah. What, what, what I, you need to do is get some pictures of my standing desk, mm -hmm. which is the cheapest possible thing. It's literally a bunch of boxes stacked on top of each other in my friend's basement. And I will go and I will stand on that. I, it took me forever to get convinced to use a standing desk. It literally took a tailbone injury. Where and you I could built not that for down. just you built that for just twenty five hundred bucks. And yeah. that's including that's I wanted including to buy the all nicest the cardboard boxes possible. <laughs> yeah, that's including the materials that were in yeah. the boxes. Right. Yeah. I mean, they're all I, full of TVs. I just got um, you know those uh, those little folding out trays that you use that when you you know the breakfast tray that you have yeah. in your bed. I just put one of those on top of my regular desk. Okay. Um, and then I've got a bookshelf behind it that I have a monitor on. Mm -hmm. I will say that when I first started using the standing desk and I just had my keyboard on the, the thing that, because I was looking down, I started having neck issues. Mm. And so getting the monitor directly in front of me made a huge difference. But it, yeah, big, big, big fan of that. And then also getting in the habit of exercising when I get up in the morning mm. helps. All right. I um, use a regular desk. <laughs> like a chump. To been like a like a punk um uh so here's a question for you daniel um i know oh and i know we're out of time uh, go ahead and ask you and i both suffer from insomnia and i think uh you do too brandon right yes i hey, have never called it suffer from because the insomnia <laughs> has helped me a lot mm -hmm. um but yes it is something i deal with uh insomnia I've, I've never had a job that i had to be up at a certain time and the closest was high school but I always just came home from school and slept. And so it's basically been the way I've lived my life. I don't even think about having it. But yeah, yeah it, it, I do have insomnia. Yeah, I, insomnia yeah. is a problem for me. It's a productivity hack for Brandon. Yes. Yeah, yeah and it's a problem it, for me. But I know that, Dan, you've said that uh, that you didn't know how people wrote books without yeah, insomnia. I have no idea. There, there's an episode of Star <laughs> Trek where Q gets turned into a human. And the first time he gets tired, he thinks he's dying. When I finally found an insomnia medicine that worked and I got tired at 9 o'clock, I'm like, is this what normal people are like? How can you live like this? And I've never taken it since. I, I, I love insomnia now. <laughs> yeah, I, I find that I, wait, I sleep like five or six hours, which I didn't use to. It was longer. Mm. And then I wake up sometimes at ridiculous o'clock early mm. and then uh, work for a little bit and then go back and take a nap. I think the military calls that O-Dark 30. O-Dark 30. The butt crack of early. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Writing prompt. Howard, you had one last time, and I cut you off. Do you want to use it this time? Um, last time, it was very specific to writing cliffhangers. What I want you to do is I want you to take an outline, and instead of outlining traditional outline, uh, make a list of the questions you are going to ask your readers uh, at the beginning of the book, 
and then make a much shorter list of the questions you are going to not answer for your readers right at the end. This has been Writing Excuses. You're out of excuses. Now go write. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.